Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. (laughs) Welcome to the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly Mm -hmm. always leads to better than expected outcomes. Hang on. I think I made this microphone too high. Smell like a beer. (laughs) Well, I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. And myself and all the studio crew, uh, including Mr. French and Gabby the Postal Pitbull, are very exciting because what's it time to do today? Break out the bonbons, Ed. That's right. Break out the bonbons with Reverend David McClure. The joy of living... Is learning to lean back and let God be God. Prayer is how we tap into the power for good in the universe. It's a thrill whenever we stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, as Daryl's been saying repetitively <laughs> lately. And during the second segment, Unity Minister, Easy Does It, David McClure, Moses in, lean, reclines <laughs> in his lazy boy <laughs> to read and discuss today's daily word, pray for others. Hallelujah. Ah. Hallelujah. But one thing about praying. Yes. That we all should remember. That's right. And this came to us straight from the ethers. Yes, of Emmett Fox's book, Around the Year with Emmett Fox. Yes. So oh. we'll go right into our three breaths. Yes. So that uh, Jeff can take care of business, as they say. <laughs> so let's take a breath to clear him out. Oh, this is just a simple reminder. Yes. That how really easy prayer is, because... We were talking about this earlier. Guilt, where we often feel like, oh, we feel guilted into praying for things. We feel guilty. I I should feel bad. You know, I should feel bad about that. Guilt often encourages us to do the wrong thing to say that we're, just so we can feel like we're doing the right thing. Oh, Even if it's like, you know, like bringing ourselves down or like getting involved in someone else's drama, you know. What are you acting so, so happy about? This is serious business. That's right. Daryl and I just did some shadow work where he was able to let out a lot of that old (laughs) resentment for people who, you know, for all of us who, we probably have all known people who actually got upset if we did. I used to be actually a person like this with some of my buddies and the old monkey wagon band and such. But if they weren't concerned as concerned as I was, then darn it. They were wrong, and I had to make them concerned. This is worth worrying yeah, about. Yeah, So, uh... Thank we, God we found out that's all... Yes. A bunch of... BS. Bad science. Yes. I used to pray with... I'd bring out my battle axe, and I'd go to war. Look at me. And I would just really work and just and convince God that's needed to change. Pleading with him. So for now... And from now... What did we do, Ed? From now I on, I learned that I don't pray with an axe. 
I sit back and relax. Yeah. Uh, let's take a breath here to clear our mind. Uh, I don't pray with an axe. I sit back and relax. Uh, uh, I don't pray with an axe. I sit back and relax. Uh, I, don't I don't pray, pray with an axe. axe. I sit back and relax. Yeah. It's funny that we use that word axe. You know, thankfully Emmett kind of got it into our head, but. Uh, oh, yes, because if you're looking for that reading, I'll just let yes. you know. It's called uh, Pray with a Feather, Not a Pickaxe. Yes. That's the name of yeah. the little, uh, what would it be? I mean, it's a just little, a little reading. It's a in, little, um, I mean, it's featured in Around the Year with Emmett Fox, which we're about to read from. Yes. We read from this book every day of the year. It's part of our uh, morning routine here at Middle School Studios. Yes. And... Uh, but I was going to say, you know, they say I have an axe to grind or something. You know, like when you're oh. holding on to a beef or your... It's not a healthy thing to do. No, no. And believe me, it's very, it can be very intoxicating and very seductive to get into that state of mind where life is hard and we really have to, like, fight it out. And there's plenty of proof everywhere you look, whether it's in the media or in, in my own brain, trying to convince me to make it a fight or whether it's for the school or whatever it is that you're doing, family. Well, it's the false sense of virtue that people, that we tend to, not just people, you I mean we could do it, me yeah. and you have done it, where we tend to attach to difficulty. Yes. Almost like if I'm not having a difficult time or if you're not having a difficult time, then you're not as virtuous. I, I'm virtuous. Like, you know, it's all garbage. The inside joke about it all is people who make their living of by, you know, sort of overcoming as their sort of M.O. They're always overcoming something, you know, always pushing through. The thing is, what I learned for myself is that I was the one making the obstacles that I was That's then right. bragging about overcoming. Yeah, they're or, overcoming. They're overcomer bummers. Right. Whereas joy in the way that we feel it nowadays and prayer, which is just really getting back into alignment with the joyous flow of life, is about it's totally unconditional and it's always available, period. It is always available. It might take a little mental, you know, coaxing on my part to get my brain to get on the that's right track to see it. readings. Yes, yes. That's why we both read so much. Yes, but it is 100% always available. And believe me, I may not always be the one that wants to hear it from my, even from myself or my closest friends like Daryl or my wife or, you know, but like Daryl and I have learned to just uh, something deep inside us uh, wants that up. joy and peace more. I don't want to fight some anymore. illusion that we're going to fight. Right. I don't want to fight to suffer. Right. So what do we got? This show really revolves around the daily word, which is pray for others. And, uh, this is a good reading from Emmett Fox, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, from October 18th. It says, mental drudgery is not prayer. Ah, uh, isn't that good news? And that is... Because most uh, so because most people think, unless it's mental drudgery, yes. it's prayer. Like, if it's not mental drudgery, then it's not prayer. Uh, a young guy asked me, he was all confused about meditation. And the first thing I said to him was... Meditation is not as difficult as you think. Yes. And I suggested something simple. And if you're new to meditation and listening, uh, something very simple that 30 years ago that helped me kick into meditation was guided meditation. That's really helpful. Because at least that way, I, I, some uh, there was another voice other than the voice in my head guiding me through the meditation. And nowadays, you don't have to buy a cassette tape or a CD you could download for free the app. It's called Insight Timer. And on there, it has 5, 10, 15 minute guided meditations. And you could pick one right. that speaks to you. We'll one get, on compassion or yeah. love. You could get the digital daily word. Oh my God. Why didn't I remember that? That's on true. Your app 
on the Daily Word yes. app, it'll, there's one that will just read the Daily Word on the actual one with, the Daily the Word, with the music. It's a guided meditation. And it's amazing. We there's do that. There's other like three minute, five minute meditation music where it's nice music to relax into. You're right. I yeah. use that all the time. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's right in front of my, under my nose. It was the yeah. last thing I thought to mention. Yeah, that's the Daily Word app. Well, the show's called Break Out the Bonbons because it's too often we think. As much as we wouldn't probably want to admit it, I, I think that when it really comes down to it, it's I time sh- to get serious and do something painful. Like, a, you know, that just think about this. I was just thinking about this. Imagine how many times you've been in a, a spiritual class or a church or where how appropriate would it be for you to bust out in joyful laughter? Because you, a lot of times you get like the kids get in trouble, you know, like that type of thing would be looking at as like not taking the stuff serious enough. But all the stuff we read if about. T- if you're taking this stuff seriously, you'll be laughing. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. Or replace the word serious with sincere. If you're yes. sincere about this, the Bible, really, the end game of what Jesus spoke about was joy. Yes. Joy. Not sitting somewhere Being where it's not begging. okay to be joyful. Yeah. And later you can be joyful or no. you feel the relief of having joy suffered through something. Joy is the strength right now. If you want strength, yeah. joy is the Joy is the bridge to strength. And believe me, like, it's the most popular emotion in that when we feel it, it is... Everything's okay. Magnetic, and other people love it. But it's not necessarily the most popular to to actually talk about and encourage other people. You know, like, in... Well, in school you, or in spiritual well, communities or... In, well, there's a lot of... Even, theaters. <laughs> even success salesmen who give even a TED Talk on happiness and how to be happy yeah the person giving the ted talk is very serious because yes. if he was if he, and i go this is ironic because if he wasn't they it's almost like we all want to be happy but we we kind of discount it as frivolous and not as as, as a very, uh, valuable but we all we all want it yeah, we, but when it's presented, right. something's presented in a joyful way. We can't. We kind of don't feel it's. It well, has any a, substance. There's a sort of intellectualized uh, facsimile of joy that gets handed around, like like you're saying. It's a. It could be a TED talk, but it's actually like a very serious intellectual study. But it's talking about joy, so it kind of gives you the hint that it's about joy. Ugh. But joy. Like when I'm with the kids and we're laughing and we're playing games or That's we're doing the show or That's joyous. and it's so uh, bombastic at times. I mean, it can be quiet as well, but it's like it can't really be controlled, right? Like we become when we're joyous, we are free and we're connected to others, right? We're not obligated to do anything, but we somehow we are the, of the most service to That's others, right? Right. So, so Emmett Fox says on October 18th, mental drudgery is not prayer. It says, expect more from your prayers. The power of your prayer depends on the amount of faith that you yourself have in it. To pray in the spirit that even if this prayer does not do any good, at least it cannot do any harm, is not really to pray at all. Have enough faith in the love of God to believe that a short, heartfelt prayer is just as good as a long one. Too long a session of prayer usually means that in your heart you really doubt the love of God and think that a great deal of effort and toil will be necessary to move him. Pray quietly and sincerely for a reasonable time and then leave the matter expecting success. And the Bible quote from Isaiah says, O Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Think about it, he's praising because of the wonderful thing. Praising over wonderful things is a joyful thing to do. Well, yeah, and it also may seem difficult once a friend is going through something that's very difficult and people around him are concerned about him, like my friend Mike. Yes. And his daughter, who's very sweet. Yes. Shannon has been in contact with me, and she lives far away from where he is at the moment in the hospital. Right. and. I had to really think about my responses because I did not want yes. to give in to the temptation to go along with the drama yes. of, oh, yeah, this is the end. And 
Like, because uh, it just didn't feel good. It, I knew it. Anytime it doesn't feel good, yes. it's an indication that my thoughts are going in the wrong direction. They're not truthful. Right. So I was telling Ed, I said, I had to think before I responded and I relaxed and I said, um, this news is frustrating because that's how I felt frustrated about it. Because I had to think, because the temptation was I better act like I'm concerned mm-hmm. and miserable too, right. or I'm not being loving. And that's garbage. So I said, this news is frustrating, but I'm remaining optimistic. And that felt good. And you know what? She was allowed to respond back in a positive manner. And her and I have been having the best conversations, you know, getting through the idea of feeling we, of the feeling, the guilt ridden idea that we should be miserable. Well, you know what? I'm glad you're saying that because when you said frustrating, what occurred to me is, the things that really feel the way that I feel like you're talking about here are when someone we know and love is frustrating the flow of yes. God in their own life. Yes. Like that's – we may not always realize it, but think about this. Like say in your case, say all of a sudden that person one day was like, you know what? I'm ready to roll with the flow. Yeah. Like I'm going to just go with this. Oh. I'm so happy. Like everything would be better yes. at that point. So when you, when you say it's frustrating, it's like it's, it's really true because what we're feeling is someone we love – Frustrating the flow of their own the good, and that's the, the thing. It's the flow of grace. It's not really the conditions they're right. in or anything else, other than the fact that they are frustrating the flow by not be living appreciatively, by not enjoying, you know, like not letting the joy come through. Well, and then the second time we had another talk, and things were getting worse, and she confided in me again. Yes, and I texted back to her something very positive, and I'm going to read it here. And I said to her, ironically, I'm doing everything that Mike, her dad, taught me to do in times like this. Yes. Which is to remain optimistic, to remain faithful, to keep the high watch. And I sent her this, and this is why Ed and I strongly suggest, if you listen, to at least subscribe to The Daily Word for at least one season yeah and you can get it at an incredible low introductory rate yes. it's only a few pennies a day yes and i guarantee you it, it it'll add it's a million dollar magazine yes. that you get for pennies a day for amount the abundance and affluence it will contribute to your life and this was from september 4th and it was only because ed woke me up to, hey that september 4th one's incredible and then I listened to it on the Daily Word app, yes. where you hear a woman's voice or a man's voice along with music. And that's when I thought, why doesn't the Daily Word make a CD of just all these yeah. talks? Right. It would be the greatest thing to just listen to on a walk or a kidding. run. You're not kidding. And this is from Sunday, September 4th. It's called Faith. And it sums up our show today brilliantly on the activity that we're talking about when we pray for others and how to do it and what God really expects and what the active ingredient is. And it's all right here. It says, I place my faith in God and expect the best. There's nothing wrong with expecting the best. That's what God expects us. That's what activates the power. Yes. Uh, sometimes in situations like this, I think I'm being a bad boy. If I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm being bad if I'm expecting the best. I, you know what I mean? Like I I'm you. being sacrilegious if I'm, and that's not true. And just think of how it feels to expect the best versus cutting that flow off. Yes. And it says, having faith is having joyous expectation. Placing my faith in God, I expect and accept positive outcomes. When I pray to successfully accomplish my goals, I receive clear direction. If I am praying for healing, I expect to be healed. When I pray for a loved one, I place my faith in the presence and activity of God at work within them to bring forth their highest good. I release negative thoughts, worries, or fears For they indicate my attention has drifted away from God. I redirect my expectations with positive outcomes in mind. Growing in spiritual understanding requires outgoing practice. It's a lifetime journey. So I step forward in faith with my mind and heart on God, secure in the knowledge that divine love is at work in me. Keep alert. Stand firm in your strength. Be courageous. Be strong. And that's from 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. 
And in, in Alcoholics Anonymous or in the 12-step groups, in, in the third step, when they say make a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God, it means exactly this. It means we decide to let go of negative projections. Yeah. You know, and that's allowed. That's encouraged. And that's what God really wants. It's funny because in uh, The Meaning of Grace, uh, Eric Butterworth in the book uh, Celebrate Yourself says, God's will is another confused religious term. Yes. The understanding of which will help us to understand grace. The will of God is the ceaseless longing of the creator to fulfill himself in and as that which he has created. This will or creative intention is so great that it even seeps through one's willfully closed mind. You down here, he says, you are not a helpless creature bobbing about like a cork on a sea of life. You are the very self-livingness of God. You are not simply a subject of God with God making notations of sin and error, error or of good and righteousness. You are the activity of God in expression, beloved with an everlasting love. That's why this the title came first for this show. Yes. For some reason, we were thinking about bonbons and then said, yeah, bonbons. And I go, that'll probably make a good title one day. And then Ed just said, bring out the bonbons. And I said, ah, that should be the title. And it actually fits so perfect because leaning back on life and being carefree means like that smiley, joyous attitude isn't disrespectful to God. That means I really am confident God is working and God is good. Yeah, and there's a, like, I think people mistake like uh sitting back like because a while back someone said to daryl and i that you know they would love to be just sitting on the sofa and eating bonbons but there's like work to be hard work to be done and uh, and and i daryl and i were like, huh, maybe that person needs to sit back and, and enjoy bon- more yeah. bonbons i think what people what she was referring to was the i think people like this i don't know if it's even real but this idea that people are Running from reality by just hiding and eating. Well, we're talking about letting go Lean of all the life. fear, yes. doubt, and worry and actually celebrate and enjoy life more so that the good can naturally flow. I mean, this goes look how efficient you've become at your job. And I was given yes. an underhanded compliment by a young guy who said, I was thinking the other day, maybe it's okay to be like an old man like Fazaro because he really just, you know, likes what he's doing and he isn't all yeah. stressed out. You know, but that's. That's come with practice. I yeah, mean, yeah. a daily practice of trust. Well, there's a lot of books. There's a book that I used to read to my son called uh, Everybody Knows What a Dragon Looks Like. And uh, the whole thing was this, this this Chinese town was being attacked by these mongrel like uh, army coming in. And they didn't know what to do. So all these, they were saying, you know, we need a dragon, you know, and for a dragon to come. And... Uh, all these different people came up and there was like the, the, the intelligent guy and he was going to figure it out with his brain how to make this happen. And there was like the, the worker guys that were going to work hard. But then there was just like this bizarro guy with a cane. He was kind of dummy down and he was laughing. And, you know, he uh, there was a little boy at the gate of the village and he offers he doesn't know who the guy everyone else. The guy was like, hey, I'm a dragon. You guys were here. You, you asked for a <laughs> and dragon. And they oversee him. Get out of here. Yeah, overlook him. Yeah. But the only one who helped him was this little boy who was like, you look hungry. I don't have much. He was the guy who swept the gate. Right. He's like, yeah, have half of my or have my rice for the day or whatever. And so the guy ate. And a result, as a result of the guy, the little kid's joy, joyous and the generosity, intensity. this guy, right when the army came, turned into this giant rainbow dragon and protected the city, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, it's just indicative that how often the joyful, the truly connected to this flow of well-being, it's overlooked. We talk about it being joyful. But when it actually becomes joyful for some reason. Don't worry, Ed. You'll get it one day. I used to feel like that, too. Yeah. So (laughs) the good news is that's that's why it's so liberating is because once we get joyful, we can, we're so free to live however we want to live because most people are overlooking us. They'll thank us when things get done. But for the most part, oh, there he goes again, joyfully walking around. He must not have a you know, care in the world. or a <laughs> right. like. So just know that if you're starting to feel that way, you're on the right track and you're doing 
the right thing, regardless of yes. uh, and you what your it. own brain might tell you. Or, or listen to an old episode of ours called Send in the Clowns. Yeah, it's not that old. It's only a few weeks with Siri Gopal. Yes. All right, well, coming up next, Reverend David McClure joins us on the mountaintop to recline in his... Wait, he Reverend David McClure joins us. Oh, yes. Joins us on the mountaintop to recline in his lazy boy and discuss today's daily word, which is pray for others. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. It's called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. moment we live can be holy and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so everything we do can be a prayer and by using our innate creativity with intention in every aspect of our lives that can indeed be true author carla kincannon wrote creativity is so much more than art making It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Break out to bonbons, Eddie. Break out to bonbons now. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something here. I got this little book, Prayer Therapy. We bought it. I used to be high on these. We bought them at the nuns. That's right. And it's, I just happened to, uh, I was laying in my bed and then the, you know, the bookshelf at the, on the headboard there, I was like reached in there. What is this? And I pulled this out and the show, it happened to be called Prayer Therapy, this version. And it's, um, what are they called? They're like, uh, it's on elf, the front. Elf, elf. Elf, elf help. help. Uh, elf help. Yeah, elf, they're elf help. help books. Yeah, elf help. They're little books. drawings of elves, and they have little uh, inspiring quotes. Very positive. And this isn't the first place I've heard this, but it, it, well, it is a good reminder, and it's another reason why we, we can relax. Because number 17 says, if for any reason you cannot pray, relax. The desire to pray is already a prayer. Yes. That is everything, because 
that desire is coming from a place deep inside that goes beyond like our conscious mind or and it's just that it really is the is the prayer so if we do indeed relax then the prayer will actually be well, released. May, maybe we could think about it as the prayer is actually a premonition of yeah. the good that's already starting yeah. to occur. So if we think we can't pray, more than likely we just need to relax. We need to hear the prayer first. Yes. Let it come up. It, that first it will calm our brain, then it will go emanate out, and it will bless everyone else. Because that is the first step, really is always, if we start getting sucked into anyone else's uh, drama, I mean... Then the first step is to step back, not Always. forward into it. Step back. Always. Just to like quiet. in a plane. Put on the mask, your own mask first. Because really, you can't re- I can't really help anyone if I'm believing in lack and fear and doubt. But no. if I just affirm. I mean, this, if you're, if, if you, like, I've been in the past, like, caught up in relationships where you feel like they always come to you with the bad news or you're, like, expected to Ugh. carry the. The first, then what you need to start doing, and what, like, I've been starting to do, what I've been, what's been working is, in the moments where I feel I'm the one feeling obligated first, usually, or I'm used to being obligated, in those moments where I'm feeling that obligation, I got to be honest with myself and affirm wholeness, affirm wellness for me first, that I am already free of any kind of burden, and that obviously no one is making me call that person or even answer the phone if they do call. So my first step is to get into a joyous and relaxed state inside myself, yes. and then decide what I want to do. And more often than not. I don't even need to call them. And the, the beauty is if I practice that long enough, they'll stop calling me under those circumstances. That's right. Obligation is a four-letter word. Yeah. Dance, 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 dance. Obligation. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Jeff Comfort's we, having a weekend at Bernie's. This is oh. where we uh, thank yeah. our listeners. Yeah. We love you all. Yes, we, we appreciate do. appreciate all your mail, your comments. Yes. Great uh, cartoon today. Oh, that Susie Thompson uh, cartoon on our Facebook page today. Yes. With the happy hump day with the camel. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Um, also, uh, I think she was the one who came up with or, or at least shared what a wonderful idea it was to load up. A bunch of the shows that are in the archives, download them for free, either yes. through iTunes or at unityonlineradio.org. Uh-huh. And you could download those onto a thumb drive and give hours of listening pleasure to your friends. The ultimate thumbs up. And it's all free. You could also do the same with other shows you like on Unity Online Radio. Um, you could check out our website at DarylNed.com. Yes. Reading list is there. You can contact us. With the one special th- offer is there? Oh, the yeah. special so offer for the Daily Word. And you're going to say the contact button? on. Yes. The, that's the place where you can – it will email us straight from the website. Yes. Oh, there's YouTube episodes. There's an 18-day course in miracles. Yes. It's like a minute and a half video for 18 straight days that's based on this mini course in miracles that Daryl bought back in Hawaii, right? In 1986. And that was by Jampolsky. Yes. These cards. I don't even think they make those cards. No, they don't. But check that out. That's a really good tool. A lot of people have told us they loved it and benefited from it. We you, did, too. You could also mail us, actually, parcel post. we got some great letters in the mail today. Yeah, Coxon's back in town. That funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Yes. And the time is now to thank the chief audio engineer. Yes. Jeff Comfort, because each week... He takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. You know what I noticed about comfort over the last, I don't know when it stopped, but you notice that whole back shelf used to be full of like Fanta soda, knee high, bags of Skittles. And now it's clean as a whistle. Well, ever since he got selected. As one of the hunks of unity in the 2017 oh. calendar. It's been a competition form where they have to like yeah. whittle down, chisel. Into chisel full. up, it's called. Yeah. He's Dude, the- I like the one where he's on top of his roof shingling. With oh, the- sweating with no yeah. shirt on and those jeans the with the work boots. Yeah. And he's got a red with bandana gloves. wiping his brow with those yeah. big gloves. Those yeah. like rodeo gloves. Some kind of like sledgehammer. Yeah, and a hammer. Yeah, that is a good the one. Missouri lightning in the background. Oh, it's great. He's all oiled up and shiny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's one a- of our favorites. All right, so uh, let's give a shout out to the prayer line. 800 now pray. in the morning we wake up 
Before we put on our makeup, they'll say, say a little prayer for you. Yeah. And I got to tell you, if you don't, you, you can't call them or you'd rather text them. Yes. You can get the You Pray app, which also has free yes. uh, audio meditations on it as well that you could listen to. This is actually a great way to bring out, the, um, bust out the bonbons. Man, yes. You, you text your yeah. prayer. You put on one of their guided meditations. Yes. And you just kick back and know that and let God be God. Yeah. Know that the more I relax, the more God can work. Yeah. As long as I'm in as long as I'm hanging on to it and controlling, well God can't do yeah. his work. We use it for everyone because I think the closer you get to people, the more um the more Guilt, the more likely we are to feel guilty if yes. we're relaxing while the per- people closest to us are suffering. So the, the You Pray app is a great way. I used it um, when my wife's neck was bothering her the other day. And uh, it's the most powerful thing you could do. That's the thing yes. I want to drive home because even in my mind, I start to think, oh, yeah, well, I guess I'll just pray. But it really is the most powerful thing. Tom Thorpe often says on his show, and we're talking about the show Discovering Eric Butterworth, which is on Unity Online Radio. Right. And he often says his his way of saying it's time to break out the bonbons and let God know know that God's doing work. He says, (laughs) (laughs) he says, wait, don't, don't just do something. Stand there. Yes. Which, because that is the most stand still and yes. see the salvation of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And when they mean break out the bonbons, they did not mean that. Uh, I got it. I was going to say one of the beauty, beautiful things about the app or the phone line is when you call or uh, send them a, a prayer uh, through the app, they will either email you or send you a letter in the mail <laughs> that has an affirmation. <laughs> Ed's breaking out the bonbons, and I got when I emailed him. <laughs> when I emailed about my wife, I got a great affirmation in the uh, in the my email box that said, "God within is your source of confidence, courage, and faith. You meet any situation with peace." Because oh. that's the other thing I include in the prayers is like you can tell when someone around you is stressing out about things. You know, like you see that there's a physical thing, but you can also. Pay attention to the mental things because you can pray for that part of their experience as well. Because I'm telling you, that's a huge part of any experience. Well, and the hard part is uh, I tend to think I have to take on the burden of fixing it. Or at least uh, present an act that shows I'm doing something physically. So you know I'm working on your behalf. And really, sometimes, well, (laughs) most... All the time, that is the most ineffective thing to do. Yeah. And it doesn't benefit the per- the, the person you're trying to help or yourself. It actually just yeah. creates more frustration. Well, eventually we're going to burn out because we're trying to do something that can't be done. And that usually leads to resentment. I just got this image. It's like that we have this caterpillar. You know, it's inside the cocoon. And we think if we stand near the cocoon and flap our wings long enough, it, it's going to somehow it, it expedite how fast it comes out of the cocoon. It doesn't. No. The best thing we can do is go out and like fly around oh, and Drink a knee high. Drink a knee high. Eat some gummy worms with Jeff Comfort. Do whatever you enjoy. That will lead the way. Take Just, a walk. Don't do fight a meditation. Or tangle with someone who's already tangling. There was a, there was a saying, uh, of, a poster when I first started teaching middle school. It said like... Um, it said, Ar- like, arguing with kids is like wrestling with pigs in the mud, right? Like, they love to be, re- they love yes. to wrestle in the mud. So don't don't get in there. The, law, the more you just let people, if they want to, uh, tangle You're allowed struggle. to leave. Yeah. You're they- allowed to leave. You're allowed to walk away. Right. The other day. once I- the attention, once we start giving that the attention, then that piece well, is gone. Eventually, the person's going to realize for themselves, well, what am I doing here? It's stepping out boldly. If... People arguing with me just reinforces my defending myself. Yeah. Right. But when people just say, okay, fine. And then they leave. Now I'm looking in a mirror. Right. And now I'm seeing myself 
in the situation and how I'm dealing with it. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm quicker to come make a turnaround. Just the other day, just today, this morning, yeah. I got a, a phone call and someone was being very abusive on the phone. Right. And I listened to what they said, and it wasn't true, but I listened right. quietly, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I shared, no, that's not true. This was actually in the package that said why these books were sent back. Yeah. And then they started to proceed to berate me, and I just said, well, I'm going to have to hang up now. I didn't just hang up. Yeah. I gave them the courtesy of knowing yeah. that I'm going to have to hang up now. Right. And it felt so good. That good was stepping you. up boldly. Yeah. Because normally I'd feel under those circumstances, well, I, I got to respect their feelings. But no, no attack deserves our respect. Yeah. And you know what I've noticed, too, when I'm feeling that way, when I'm, and when I'm worried that someone else is going to, uh, like, I better go along with this or I uh, might be harmed further. Because we tend to think we are guilty in some way to begin with. Right. But what I've been realizing is that what I'll start doing is imagining myself getting hurt. So I start using my imagination to imagine myself something bad happening to me if I don't go along. Oh, yeah. I start participating and putting myself in my yes. own, in the future in a bad yes. So the moment I stop doing that. This is really stepping out boldly is to be joyful, not like, you know, sometimes I have to say to God, look, I do feel resentful. I feel like attacking. And then I hear these. I also I start to hear like, well, that's just because you're used to taking care of people that you know, or whatever. Right. And I'll hear some little thought will come through and it will help free me. Yes. The sooner I get joyful, the sooner I realize that joy is the strength of the Lord. It is is power and is the only real. It's the only lasting and trustworthy reality there is. Well, and I also had to redirect the energy that brought on the urge to retaliate. Yes. Like I had to redirect that. And the urge to retaliate for me can come in many ways. Oh, yeah. And one of them could be making sure everyone else knows what a jerk this person is by name and why. Yes. And every time I thought, no, I don't need to do that. No, we don't need to. And eventually I let go of complete and I feel totally at peace at about the whole situation. And then reflecting on it later, I felt such a stronger sense of gratitude that I did not start. Well, yeah, guess who called me? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yes, she did that. Well, you know, like I was so grateful that I didn't do that. Right. I was talking to you the. About the guy in the water who's like dropped in in front of oh, me, yeah. almost took me out, and you know what I realized when after talking to you and getting ready for the show, which is I realized hey, that. Oh, hey, he's here! All right, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to the daily word in just a moment, Mister McClure. We're glad you're okay. here. Um, I was just saying that a guy. We were talking about really letting things go and realizing. That even if someone comes to us with like attack thoughts or whatever, you know, they're not in the best state of mind. That really stepping out boldly is when we're able to step back into our own joy, not based at all on anything anyone else is doing, right? Like with this guy that I was talking about with the surfboard, what I realized is anything, like I kept creating scenarios. I'm going to say this to him. I'm going to. I'm going to say this to someone else, just like you were saying. I'm going to. I'm going to make sure everyone knows what a jerk or you I'm are. I'm going to have a real serious discussion. Oh with yeah, because we're not whatever. supposed to do that type. But of thing. But what I realized is, then I was making a condition. Like if that goes this certain way, then I'll be happy again. Ugh. What we're saying is, let's be. Ha- we don't. The kind of love and joy that we're talking about is totally unconditional. Yes, and that's a good indicator if I'm on the right track. Do I need this and this and this to happen in order for me then to be happy? Because that's conditional. But if affirming that I'm already well, that God is already loved, yes. that, already, that I am already powerful and amazing, and that I'm not required to attack anyone or prove anything to anyone in order to earn that back. It's not something I can ever lose in the first place. And speaking of something that will keep us from losing yes. our sense of self, the daily word, yes, which we've talked about how to subscribe, and now we have with us, we're very happy, is Reverend David McClure. Yes. How are Good you doing? Good you guys. Oh, we're uh, so happy to hear your voice. Uh, <clears throat> Before we get too far into the show and you read the Daily Word, I got to say one thing that my wife wants me to tell you on the air, she said, which <laughs> is that you are instrumental in her really embracing these unity teachings. 
Because wow. for a long time she said, don't you remember? And I said, I thought it was John Strickland when you saw him in Hawaii. She goes, no, it was David McClure. I didn't know you had David McClure on the show. She was talking about you like you were Elvis, which I guess that happens a lot to you. <laughs> yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, she said, don't you remember, Daryl? And I said, um, no. And she goes, you would try to get me to listen to all sorts of spiritual CDs in the car. And I was like, ugh, ugh, these are, ugh. And then one day we were driving somewhere and you popped in one of your cassettes from David McClure. And she goes, after that day, I would go to your little box. And she even described my cassette box. And every day I'd go, ooh, I'm going to pick this one out. Or I'm going to pick this one out. Like right. each one was a different David McClure's Sunday Sermon. Yes. And she said uh, she just wanted to thank you so much. You have been such a positive influence in her life. And I, I know you didn't know that, but I was even surprised to discover how much so. So thank you on uh, Lori's behalf, David. Well, thank you. I, I knew I had an impact somewhat on your experience, but I didn't know that I had uh, touched your wife, too. So that's really great to know. I appreciate the, uh, the awareness of that. Yes. We really have no idea when we do the things we really love and share them unconditionally and enthusiastically like we do, how far and wide the message goes and the influence it has. Daryl's never been this grateful to have another man touch his wife. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, should we get into the daily word? Sure. All right. All right. Today is Wednesday, September the 7th, 2016. The daily word lesson for today is pray for others. My prayers for others are gifts from the heart. Prayer is a gift of the heart that can give again and again and again. Whether you are praying for a loved one, a friend, a neighbor, or a complete stranger, when you pray for others, you give the highest blessing possible. Mm -hmm. As you do, you place your faith in the unconditional love and wisdom of God. You let go of the person and the situation, releasing any expectation of specific outcomes so that you can focus simply on the unconditional love and wisdom of God. You start by centering your thoughts on God. Feel God's love within and know that this love surrounds, uplifts, and blesses all. And these are the following words that may be helpful to you in your prayer for this individual. Say to them, you are enfolded in God's loving care. You are guided, whole and well, peaceful and free. I affirm for you the highest and best, knowing that only good can come to you. And this is based on... The Bible verse from the book of James 5, 16, pray for one another. And uh, that's really what we're here to do. Well, you, did you, does, I don't think we've talked to you since you prayed a small prayer that you may not even know was a prayer, but we had you on the air and uh, last time, and you said, I, I Daryl and I had said, we are hoping that someday we're going to go to Unity Village. And in that moment, you said, well, I sure do hope you guys get to go there someday. And... I happened to re-listen to that episode um, probably about six or seven weeks ago now, and I got this in such a lightning bolt of inspiration. I immediately called Daryl because I had the next three weeks off. I said, we got to go to Unity Village in the next two weeks uh, while I'm off, and uh, we did just that, and we did a show live from Unity Village, and we uh, got to explore and appreciate and celebrate the uh, the amazing Ground, the energy, energy there, and the archives, and an all the wonderful place? people there. Oh, oh my it's God. so amazing. We encourage our listeners now, every episode since, to, to, go. to go if they have the inkling, and they will yeah. not be disappointed. And 
we emphasize that it does not, you don't need the excuse of only going if there's a specific retreat or seminar. Yeah. Because just going there and making it a real personal retreat where you're taking a break, like a mini vacation. Just to relax. Just to and relax. Enjoy the grounds and the bookstore. The 11 a.m. Uh, prayer, yeah. worship. You could stop at any of the chapels. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's even direct phone lines, like little phones in some of the chapels. You just pick up in a straight, it's a straight line to silent unity. Yes. I mean, it's such a magical place. You could walk around. There's lakes. There's mm-hmm. wilderness. It's just incredible. Yes. We're actually going to be there we're going to be back there in November. Yeah. And we're encouraging our listeners, if you're there the week of the 8th to the 15th, yes. uh, we'll both be there. And you'll experience us doing the show live from there. And that Friday, you could join myself for an art exhibit in Kansas City, just a few minutes away. Yeah. And you could also meet Tom Thorpe, not just at the radio program, but at his church in Independence, which is just Independence, Missouri, which is just a few miles away where I'll be the speaker that Sunday. Yes. So it's going to be a great non-retreat, funniest thing, Daryl and Ed retreat. Yep. Fantastic, you guys. I'm so glad you're going to do that. Ah. Well, Well, it's all your fault. I know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, having you on the show uh, and, you know, and Reverend John Strickland and Tom Thorpe and, I mean, and having now have putting the pieces together and having been to Unity Village and learned even more about the Unity tradition just makes us even more grateful that you would take the time to to share with our listeners and be on the air with us. We really do appreciate it. By the way, Daryl, you might be interested in knowing that Don and I will be in Hawaii. We'll be speaking at the uh, uh, Unity Church of Hawaii in Diamond Head on the 18th of September. Uh, Wow. Uh, going back there, we're also going to be speaking uh, the, the week after that at the Windward Church, both of the churches that uh, we used to uh, belong to and, and participate in. So we're looking forward to going back to Hawaii for a little visit. Well, now you're making, I'm going to have to go see if they got rooms at the Halekoa so I can <laughs> get out there. Yes. That absolutely. would be. Oh my God, that, oh, that is cool. Oh, that would be awesome to see yes. you guys out where it all started. Would be a wonderful experience. I'm going to see what I can do. Yes, that's good. Alico is a great hotel. Done a few weddings there. Yeah, well, especially if you're in the military, it definitely has its advantages of being yeah. uh, very affordable, right on Waikiki. That's yeah. awesome. Well, you know, we only have a mi- another minute or so because we did get started with you a little late. I was wondering if maybe you could throw in this. Just another tip or some, anything inspired for others when it comes to praying for others that works for you or that, you know, you could share with other people, our listeners. Well, you know, um, you guys were talking about joy, and uh, I don't know who said this, but somebody said that joy is the closest approximation to the presence of God that we can feel when we're on the mm-hmm. planet. Uh, and so... Uh, when you're coming from joy, um, you know, think of it as the man from joy. I come right. from joy, and yes. wherever you're coming from, uh, you take that into your prayer. Uh, and so it comes out of that, it comes from there, and it always has an impact on others. Uh, you become the most influential person in the room or in yes. the situation. So true. Isn't it funny how the mistaken belief is to discount joy as frivolous and and appoint seriousness and overly being overly concerned as strength and it really is the opposite is true. Well if you come from concern that's a prayer but it's not a very effective one. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. I felt very guilty when my father passed. I was only 18 at the time because the other people at the funeral, I felt I felt peaceful. I felt at peace because he had been suffering for so long. But then I would see the other faces on the other people. And in my mind, I, I heard this guilty voice say, you better put, you better look concerned. This is this, this is disrespectful. Look concerned. And I was like, OK, what's concerned look like? I mean, I had to twist my I, I consciously twisted myself away from peace 
because I thought in my own little head at that time, yeah. out of guilt, like I was like this relief, I should somehow be ashamed of and feel guilty about. Mm-hmm. And since then, I, I've I've become a believer in the yes. opposite. Amen. Oh. Well, you can't lift anyone up if you're uh, down yourself. So you have to put yourself in a higher state of consciousness to oh. lift them up. So coming from concern doesn't do it. You have to come from from joy, from faith, from peace. In order yes. to music to my ears. You know, Ernest Holmes said, if one will have faith in himself, faith in his fellow man, in the universe and in God, that faith will light the place in which he finds himself. And by the light of this faith, he will be able to see that all is good. And the light shed by this faith will light the way for others. Fantastic. I love We that. were wondering what was going to be the segue to that reading. There it and is. you <laughs> just summed it up perfect, David. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, David. Thank you so much for popping in. Next time, we'll make a little, you know. We'll, hopefully, we'll get started a little earlier because we do love you. Tell Donna we said hello. Yes, I sure will. And we'll tell Hawaii uh, you uh, you might be at the Halikoa or something. Yes, I'll email you if any of that comes. Uh, you never know. Becomes close to a reality. Yes, yes you All never right. know. Let's. Uh, it's good to talk to you guys. Aloha. 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 God bless you. Bye bye. I don't know if everyone's heard the story about when you were visiting Reverend David McClure's church outside of Seattle and oh. noticed that the guest speaker paused and bowed his head for a moment before Ooh. starting his talk. You know, he made a big show of it. You know, the guest speaker they bring in. Yeah, it's like they you're going to be speaking. They do this karate moves. Yeah. He was breathing yeah, exercises. Heavy breathing. Yes, karate moves. As the talk went on, Daryl asked, he turned to Reverend McClure and said, uh, and asked him, you know, I remember this, you were asking him, why did the speaker do the whole song and dance before speaking? Well, Daryl, McClure said, proud that Daryl was so observant of the speaker's message. He's asking his guru to help him to deliver a dynamic and inspiring talk. Daryl scratched his head and replied, well, then how come he doesn't do it? Solid gold. It's hot off the press. Which one you got? It's straight from the desk of Jim Blake, the new Unity uh, Village CEO. Wow. CEO of Unity. He says, bros, so funniest thing. I stepped out boldly in faith, prayed, trusted in the universe to conspire on me, my behalf. That part was hard. And bam, I got the dream job. So what's the next big, next big thing? And then he says, thank you both for your unwavering support and looking forward to seeing you in November. Yes, Unity is in great hands. It's so with, funny. Uh, uh, yeah, Blake. another time we'll tell uh, the story again. But that was a direct answer to my own prayers that very day. Yes. We were there the day that he had his final interview. We we're so happy. We could not be more happy. His wife, Denise, is the one who got us on the air. So thank you. She's instrumental in Unity Online Radio even existing. Yes. All right, what you got there? Right here, I got a letter from Susan Smith, okay, Tucson, Arizona. She's a prayer, a minister in training, or whatever yeah. we call her. Let it rip. I'm going to let her rip. It says it's a card with the constellation of a cat. Yeah, and inside it says, "Daryl, heaven is a little brighter." I'm really sorry for your loss. I saw this card and thought of Francis, and all our listeners know of Francis. Yeah, the cat who's been here for 16 years and made his transition. And it says, much love to you and Lori during this time. Susan, she also sent a wonderful letter, which we don't have time to read it in its entirety. We'll but read it, it next week. We'll read it work. next week. And it basically... It's so touching. Oh, it's very touching. So we'll save this for next week because I know we got one little one here. What's this one? And this from is, says, thanks a bunch. And it's from Dick Coxon or Coxon. From Germany. From Germany. Dear gents, thanks for the great show. I'm sending you some small tokens of appreciation, chocolate crucifixes and some dollar bills, chocolate crucifixes and some yes. dollar bills for lap dances over by the airport. Enjoy. Dick Coxwain. <laughs> we did get those chocolate crucifixes. Well, you know what we always say around here, just to wrap this whole thing up. When we go to speak to Abba, the father. Father Abba. We say, voulez-vous. Aha. Take it now, believe Aha. it. Now it's all we get. 
Aha. It's all promise, no regrets. Aha. Ain't no big decision. Aha. You know what to do. Aha. La question, say voulez-vous. Yeah. Okay, visit DarylNet.com to find easy links to everything we do, including Funniest Thing. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes. You can check out our YouTube page. Your Twitter feed is Daryl and Ed. There's also the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. You can like and see what we're up to in between shows. You can write us at Funniest Thing, B.O. Box 1312, Culver City. California 90232. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. It sounds like a bar mitzvah dance. Ain't no big You know what to do. Aha. La question voulez-vous. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 